every heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Lord.
Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. Stick your finger in there and find John 6 and 11. And while you're looking for it, we are happy today to have Pastor Melvin Melton and Lisa. Amen. Amen. In the house. Amen. Where's Harold? Harold? Got Harold with you? Harold, your, your place in the choir stand is still... Uh, uh, where's Harold? Harold, where are you? There you are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You. <laughs> All right. We're so happy to have them also today we have Reverend Liz Harris and Deacon Eric Harris in the house. Y'all bless the Lord. Amen. Y'all need to know that uh, once you're a member of Salem, you, you might be on loan somebody, somewhere Amen. else. <laughs> but you just on loan. This is always home. We're happy to see all of y'all at home. And so 
when communion time come, Deacon Harris, I want you over here to help the deacons. And Amen. And Liz, I want you right up here with the preachers. And Reverend Melton, I need you up here at the communion time up here with the preachers. Amen. And Kia, you've been sitting back there long enough. When the communion time come, I need you right up here. Y'all bless the Lord in here. She coming. Yeah, you coming. <laughs> amen. 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 First Thessalonians 5.18. John 6.11. John 6. First Thessalonians 5.18 reads like this. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. John 6 and 11 reads like this. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise the fishes as much as they would. Amen. I want just for a few minutes, I want to talk from this subject from a holiday to a lifestyle. From a holiday <clears throat> to a lifestyle. Once again, we head into this wonderful season of celebration. But more and more, I'm beginning to wonder. We celebrate Thanksgiving on Thursday, but I'm beginning to wonder more and more what happens to our Thanksgiving the rest of the year. Anybody remember when giving thanks was just a part of our lifestyle and not just a holiday? You remember when people would thank God till they got happy? <laughs> Are y'all hearing this? One of the first lessons that a responsible parent taught their children, even as a baby, responsible parents would teach their children, first of all, to say thank you. Amen. If I got any witnesses in the house, that one of the first things you learned was that anybody gave you anything, even if you didn't want it, <laughs> you had to say Thank you. And, and even as a baby, even as a baby, before you learn how to talk, your family and parents taught you to say ta-ta. Some of y'all don't know nothing about this. But even a baby, you had to acknowledge whenever somebody gave you something. And years ago, that was, that was when, that was when it, it, was, it was a lifestyle. Years ago, people would watch you 
the older people around you, they, they would watch you to see whether or not you had what they call good manners. They, they would watch you to see whether or not you would say thank you. I remember Miss Cora, woman in our church, she used to take a stick of chewing gum, break it up into four pieces, and give me and my brothers, all, all four of us, a piece, one-fourth of a piece of chewing gum. And then she would stand there and look at us. <laughs> and if you didn't say anything fast enough, she'd say, what you going to say? <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all had the same folk in your church, yeah. What you going to say? And, and, and if you didn't hurry up and say thank you. It would go all over the church. She'd go tell your mom and your daddy, you need to check them boys. Are y'all hearing this? You need to check them boys. Are y'all hearing me? And then the other part of it is don't chew it in church. <laughs> because if you do, Miss, Miss Bon L. Johnson, that, that boy's great-grandma, <laughs> she would come by with a fan. And she take, but you had to say thank you. I wonder if I got any witnesses in the house. And then, my brothers and sisters, I, I, I come to wonder to remind us to remind the people of God that Thanksgiving to us is not just a holiday. It's a lifestyle. This season of Thanksgiving upon us, and most of us have already made all of our plans, how we're going to spend it with our friends and our family. And for the most part, we already got our menu together. And that menu has been planned and put together with the utmost care to make sure that there is plenty of food for everybody who shows up. We all got that one cousin, you know, you don't want to run out because <laughs> you got that one cousin that ain't going to ever forget it. And every time you come together, they're going to remind you that, you know, when we were at so-and-so's house, they ran out. Are y'all hearing me? You got a cousin like that. So, so we tend to overdo it, tend to overdo it, so that when Thursday comes, we sit down at the table, and, and, and whether we do it often or not, we will do it on Thursday. This Thursday, when you sit down, you will give thanks to God. Y'all hearing me? It's become over time a tradition in America to come together at this particular time of year to give thanks. But let not the church be fooled by an annual tradition. For the Apostle Paul sets a higher standard for the people of God. The Apostle Paul, in closing his letter to the Thessalonians, gives us an instruction to the body of Christ that can only be appreciated by one who has reached a certain level in your Christian maturity. He gives us this instruction, and the instruction that he gives us is in everything. I wonder if I got it. In everything, 
give thanks. The English Standard Version of the Bible makes it even clearer. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. Paul, my brothers and sisters, takes the annual celebration and turns it into a lifestyle so that we don't just pick a day and create an atmosphere where we can give God thanks, but we can give him thanks no matter what the day or no matter what the circumstances. He says, in all things, give thanks. You see, if I'm God's child and if I have matured to the point of believing his word, then I don't have to be selective in my thanksgiving. I just said something like that. If I truly believe that all things work together for my good, then no matter what the circumstance, I, 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 yeah, no, no matter what things look like, I can look toward heaven and give God thanks. So, so, that, so, so that if I'm sitting at the table with friends and family with food stacked to the ceiling, I can give thanks. But if I'm sitting on the bridge along with a cold can of pork and beans, y'all ain't hearing me. I, I can give God thanks anyway. And my brothers and my sisters, that's the message that I want to leave with you today is we cannot reserve our thanks to those times when we're looking in the face of abundance. I say it again. We can't reserve our thanks to those times when everything is plentiful around us. Thanksgiving to us has to be a lifestyle. So that no matter what our circumstances, no matter what our situation, we still have, listen at this, an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Any folk just know how to be grateful just anyhow, thankful God just anyhow. My brothers and sisters, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is a constant theme. In the word of God, it's all throughout the Bible. You'll see folk giving thanks. Second Chronicles 5, 13, the trumpeters and the musicians join in unison to give praise and thanks to the Lord. Second Corinthians 9, 11, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Look at the psalm. Look at the psalm. Psalm 9, 1. I will give thanks to the Lord with all of my heart. I will tell of his wonderful deeds. Psalm 69, 30. I will praise God, God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. 
for his mercy endures. Are y'all hearing this? All throughout the word of God, we are taught to give thanks. Here, Jesus himself models that for us in this miracle that we read about in the feeding of 5,000 folk. He feeds a multitude on the shore of Galilee. Look at it. They are out there on a hillside, over 5,000 hungry folk. The Bible says Jesus had compassion on them. The disciples said, send them home. Jesus says, no, we'll feed them. Jesus had compassion on them. Read the story. Late in the evening and all the stores are closed and they don't, they're trying to figure out how to feed all these folk. And one of the disciples, Andrew, is going out into the crowd looking to see what we could find. He found one little boy who had two fish, five loaves of bread. <laughs> I heard Deacon, remember Deacon Clark said he had two, 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 two sardines and five biscuits. That's what he said. <laughs> fish <laughs> five loaves of bread and, but, but we get this to two fish and five loaves of bread and, 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 and here is the situation five thousand mouths to feed great need with limited resources can anybody relate to that great need limited Resources. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, how many times growing up, you don't want to admit it now, but how many times have we been in that situation where, where, where we had great need, little resources? Many of us, many of us sitting here in the sound of my voice, we come from situations where need always outweighed our resources. Oh, my brothers and sisters, our very history, our very heritage points to a people who had to learn how to take a little bit. I wonder if I got a witness in the house. Learn how to take a little bit and make it work. We don't use that word no more. But anybody remember the word stretch it? Yeah. <laughs> don't sit here and act like you ain't ever had to stretch it. You put a little more water in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a more. Uh, yeah, here, here, here the way it works. Put water in it and you call it gravy. Yeah. Put flour and water in it. Yeah. Then, then you call it pot liquor. You see, you got it. Yeah, you got to make it work. <laughs> no matter what it was, you, you, you didn't waste stuff. We didn't throw stuff away. No matter what it was, no matter how little, nobody is going to touch anything. It really didn't matter yeah, if it wasn't what you wanted. It didn't matter how little of it was. Nobody was going to touch any of it until you sat down at the table, put your hands together. Y'all ain't hearing me. And gave God thanks. And that's a lesson. That's a lesson that Jesus teaches us in this parable. 
The word says Jesus took that little bit, two fish, five loaves of bread. He took that that he had, and before he did anything, wasn't enough. <laughs> but the Bible says he gave thanks. You see, my brothers and my sisters, we, 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 we always get so busy celebrating this miracle that Jesus did that we've completely missed the lesson at the beginning of the verse. Oh, my brothers, so you, you see, yeah, you see, you, you got to see this. There, there were all these miles to be fed, not enough to feed them. But in spite of how big that problem was, Jesus gave thanks. The need surpasses the supply. But Jesus gave thanks. He didn't have enough to do what needed to be done. But he gave thanks. The problem, I'm making a point here. The problem was bigger than the solution. But he gave thanks. Y'all need to hear this. You need to hear this. Jesus is teaching us a lesson. For anybody who may be running this morning short on resources, y'all ain't hearing me. For anybody who is facing problems that seem bigger than the solutions you have at your disposal. He's trying to help us out here today. For anybody who works hard all week long and at the end of the week seem don't have enough to make ends meet. Jesus is trying to help us out here. Jesus teaches us a valuable lesson. No matter how small it is. No matter how little it is, give thanks. What we soon find out is that we are not where we are because of what we have. We soon find out that we didn't make it as far as we made it because of what we've been able to achieve and what we have. We are where we are because of the goodness of God. <laughs> we are where we are because God has been merciful toward us. That's why the psalmist in 136 said, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. And y'all, that's my message. That's my message in all things. Give thanks. But there's one more thing that I, I, I think I need to point out before I sit down. I, I, since I've opened the door, and, and yeah, 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 of this miracle that Jesus did, I, 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 there's one more point before I sit down I need to make it. It's so obvious there will almost be spiritual malpractice for me to not bring it up. Yeah, I, I'm almost through, but I just need to tell y'all one more thing, just to make one more point. I want you to see that in this John account, I want you to see that in this account, nothing happens. Nothing happens with the two fish, the five loaves of bread, nothing happened with these little resources Yeah, yeah that they did have. Nothing happened. Until they put them in the right hands. 
Y'all ain't hearing me. I say nothing happened until they put him in the right hand. <laughs> you see, it was in the little boy's hand. Nothing happened. Come on. Andrew took it. <laughs> Carried it to Jesus. Andrew had it in his hand. Nothing happened. But when Jesus <laughs> put it in his hand. Oh, y'all hear me? And, and brothers and sisters, that's what Thanksgiving does. That's why you ought to give thanks. Because Thanksgiving puts it in Jesus' hands. Thanksgiving invites Jesus to put his hand on your situations. Are y'all hearing me? That's why around the church you can hear singing all in his hands. I put it all in his hands. No matter how great or how small, he's a master, yes, of them all. This and that, I put it all in his hands. He can handle it. That's a fact. I put it all in his hands. You see, these are the same hands that heal the sick. These are the same hands that raise the dead. These are the same hands that open blinded eyes. These are the same hands that touch my life yeah, one day and turn me around. These are the same hands that picked up a cross that should have been mine. These are the same hands that carried an old red cross. The same hands that they nailed one Friday on an old uh, rugged cross. These are the same hands uh, of the man who suffered, uh, bled, and died. Same hands uh, that they took down and laid uh, in a bowery tomb. Yeah. But anybody want to shout? Yeah. These are the same hands uh, that got up uh, early Sunday morning. Y'all ain't hearing me. They got up uh, early Sunday morning. Uh, raise his hands uh, and say, all power, uh, all power uh, is in my hands. Yes, yes, give God thanks, give God thanks, no matter how little, no matter how big, you ought to learn how to give God thanks, learn from those before us who had absolutely nothing, but you could be heard on Sunday morning saying, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Jesus, for my journey. You brought me from a long, long way. You brought me from the rocking of my cradle. You brought me, ah, yes. Learn how to give God thanks. 
not a holiday, a lifestyle. Not a holiday, a lifestyle. Learn how to just thank God for everything that he does. Come on back. Come on back to the Clay Hills, Hall County, Georgia. Come back to the Clay Hills of Hall County with me. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for my journey. Ah, you brought me long way. Oh, and I thank you, Jesus, for my journey. Oh, you brought me from along. Christ has been preached. His word says, lift me up and I'll draw. I want now to give you the opportunity. You never know who's in the house. Never know who's in the house. Come unto Jesus while you have time. Come unto Jesus. Make up your mind. I want to give you an opportunity. One of the things that I have loved about the Lord and I'm most grateful for is that he didn't wait until I got it all together to accept me. He took me just like I was. And I want you to know today, you're you're sitting there trying to figure out how to get things together and I want to wait till I get right. If you could get right yourself, you wouldn't need him. You can't do it by yourself. You need to give your life to him. And he will turn it all around. If you're here today unsaved, you have not accepted him, I want to invite you to come. 
if you have already accepted him you you already know who he is you just have not lived that like that you've been straight away from him today you need to come back to him the door is open somebody ought to be moving somebody ought to be moving come now come now come now won't you come won't you come come to Jesus while you have time oh yeah 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 yes Somebody ought to be moving. Somebody ought to be moving.
bow your heads one moment. I don't mind. I don't mind taking my time with this part of the service because, because I know the challenge. I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to make that move. Something inside of you is trying to tell you to wait. Something inside of you is saying, I know you need to move, but just wait. Hold on a minute. But I want to help you fight that battle today. I want to help you win that battle. Now is really the only time you have. Tomorrow is not promised. So if you're struggling with that decision, if you're struggling with that decision, I want you to end that battle right now. As a matter of fact, church is praying for you right now. And that person on either side of you would be happy to walk with you. If you need to come, you desire to move and just don't want to walk by yourself. Just grab the person next to you by their who they're praying for you anyway. Just grab them by the hand and say, come go with me. Come walk with me. This is your day. This is your day. Come to Jesus. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Bless the Lord in this house. Bless the Lord in this house. Amen. 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 I just told them they won't worry about that. Y'all, welcome home. <laughs> welcome home. These folks are home. Y'all bless the Lord. These folk are at home. They're, they're at home. Amen. As I told you earlier, 
We don't, we don't, people don't leave here. They just on loan. They've been on loan, been working for the Lord. They're home. We bless God for you. God bless you. Get up. <laughs> Go to work. <laughs> Amen. Deacon, bless you. Go to work. Amen. Bless you. This child come home, take care of her mama. <laughs> we thank God. Just God bless you. Amen. All right. Okay. You stay right here. We're going to pray with you. Amen. Amen. You all, y'all going back to your seat. They'll, they'll, they'll get you when they need to get you. They'll find you. They'll find you. Amen. 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 She's coming for prayer. Who's? Amen. sisters have come and her mother is having surgery we know oh heavenly father that the doctors are going to do the best that they can but father god we know a doctor that sits high and looks low we know a doctor that can put his hand on the doctor and guide his hand and guide his mind and make sure that the right decisions are made so father god we ask you right now in the name of jesus to just bless this situation. Touch her heart, Father God. She's hurting right now, knowing what her mother is going through, but Father God, we want her to put it all in your hands. And that goes for everybody else here. We put it all in your hands. We come to your Heavenly Father knowing that you are able to deliver us from whatever we're going through. So we put it all in your hands. We pause right now, Father God, to give thanks for all that you've done. We pause to give thanks for what you're doing right now. But moreover, Father God, we say thanks for what you're getting ready to do in the life of each and every person that's under the sound of my voice. We pause right now and say thank you. bless your name Father God because you're worthy to be worshipped and worthy to be praised the word of God tells us that we don't even know how to pray as we don't 
but knowing that we serve such an able God who will search our hearts, our minds, and our spirit, and even interpret our moaning and our groaning. We are just so thankful, Father. We are so grateful, Father God, for having an able God in our lives. We come, oh Heavenly Father, saying just forgive us all of our sins and transgressions against heaven and against thee. Create in us a clean heart and renew within us a right spirit. Forgive us for the sins we commit by omission and commission. Father God, keep us on the potter's wheel as you shape us and mold us into what you would have us to be. Have your way, Father God. Have your way, Father God. Have your way. And in all things, Father God, we are going to be careful to always give you the honor, to always give you the glory, to always give you the praise. These and all of the blessings we ask in the matchless name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And the church said, Amen.
Why don't we give him praise in this house? Why don't we give him praise in this house? We are grateful to God for just the opportunity to be in the house to worship today. This is our communion Sunday, the day that we celebrate the Lord's Supper. So we're going to move right into that. I do ask your prayers uh, for Reverend Jason. Reverend Jason has been under the weather this week, so just call his name when you pray this week. Amen? Amen, amen. amen. I'm going to ask that our officers will come and let us prepare ourselves. judgment of unjust men, God, and he was crucified on the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he never said a mumbling word. Oh, yeah. We remember, God, how he was nailed to the cross, his hands, his feet pierced in the side, how he suffered, bled, and died for our sins, laid in a borrowed tomb. But Lord, we remember that on the third day he rose with all power yeah, in his yeah, hands. Yeah. Sent it into heaven. He sits on the right side of the Father in judgment of all men. Oh, and Lord, yes. we remember his promise to send the Holy Spirit. And yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. We remember he said he's coming back again. And he will come. So we take comfort, God, until that day, knowing God. And he's true to his word. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You've been mighty, mighty good. And you ain't done yet, Lord. So thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Oh, yeah. Thank you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, that we pray, Lord. Amen. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Come on, y'all. To the high mountain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'm glad that it's low. before he was betrayed he took bread and after he had given thanks said this is my body broken for you take and eat after which he took the cup and said this is the new covenant the new testament of my blood take and drink ye all of it and as often as you do this you do show the Lord's death until he comes. We thank God for just the opportunity to remember what God has done. Amen. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Just the opportunity to come together in remembrance of all that he has done. And my prayer is that when he comes, and he is coming back, he is coming back. When he comes, you'll find a church in remembrance of this great sacrifice that he has made for us. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. We are on our way now to Open Arms Deliverance Center to celebrate with Pastor Gail Bush. We're going to ask that all of those who can come and will come up to Lawrenceville, let's come and let's celebrate with her. Understand she just had another birthday. Amen. She's trying to catch up with me, but she can't do it. <laughs> Amen, amen. So we're going to go there today, celebrate with Pastor Gail Bush at Open Arms. We'll be, what time we start to? At 2 o'clock. So we'll be leaving here on our way to Open Arms. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. God be with you till we meet again.
Spirit. Rest rule in the Bible does now, henceforth and forevermore. Let us all say. attention. May I have your attention one moment, just one moment. On last Sunday, on last Sunday, I was happened to be standing in the back at the benediction and a young man came by me. He said, y'all don't take up no collection here. <laughs> I want to make sure that everybody understands that you leave your offering on your way out. There are receptacles, there are receptacles at every door. So please, please leave your offering. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.